1: I am your host, Kathy Cook-Noble, and I'm super excited to be here as we talk about financial issues and break it down in a way that makes it user-friendly and hopefully as much fun as I think it is that you can say uh, it's as much fun for you. So that's what we do here on Financially Speaking is we take normal, everyday financial ideas and concepts that are out there that either confuse people or frustrate people or just genuinely... Uh, get them irritated and they want to know what it really means and how it works. And what we do here is we just take those topics and we break them down into plain language because I do believe everybody can understand their stuff and they absolutely should. So if you have a topic out there that or a, a conversation that you've had on finance that drives you crazy and you don't understand it and you want some, some help having that uh, unraveled, then send it in here. Join us in the chat room on the Inspired Choices Network. Or, um, send us an email or call in. It's, uh, we're welcome to all kinds of conversations and topics. I've had, uh, I will tell you, I've had some of my favorite conversations and favorite topics on the air with the, with the topics that were sent in to me. So please feel free if you're thinking that there's 10 or 20 or 100 other people out there that are thinking the same thing. And you are always welcome to join us here on Financially Speaking and on the Inspired Choices Network. And I encourage everyone out there to, also look at the other shows that we have on the network because this uh it's really a holistic approach to the network it's not just about financially speaking learning your finances it's really about your whole life and really getting the direction you need getting you the support that you need or just getting the awareness or sometimes just the deciphering of any information that you need to make your life better and more exciting so uh, there's tons and tons of hosts that are absolutely amazing at what they do and they all specialize in certain areas and I would recommend that you log in and plug yourself in wherever you need the help. So and I'm a little bit spoiled today because I'm here. I have a super guest that I'm going to introduce in a minute. I have (laughs) my boss is listening so I'm going to be really good today and uh, it's also International Podcast Day. So it's like a home run of days you can have your radio show. So we're excited here at inspired choices network because we are on over 50 podcast locations and you can't, you can't hide from us now you can find us anywhere and you really want to, why would you want to hide from us? It's uh the only thing that's going to happen listening to this show is you're going to become smarter, you're going to learn something, and you're going to make your life better. So who doesn't want to listen to that all day? Uh, and if you're out there and you're thinking, wow, you know, I probably have this ability to be a show host, you probably do, and you should talk to our leader, Christine McIver, because she will walk you through the ways that you can become a host, or talk to her just about what's involved and how you can do it, because She is absolutely a miracle worker when it comes to teaching you stuff about the radio. And I am an absolute case in point. (laughs) She'll tell you that I was a challenge for her. She taught me and and here we are going strong, teaching people about finances. So please reach out and and talk to Christine about becoming a show host because uh, the team here at the Inspired Choices Network is pretty awesome. And I can tell you from experience, the ladies and, uh, uh, people that I work with are just so professional and so fantastic. So, so take a risk and knock that, check that off your bucket list. Um, tonight though, sometimes on financially speaking, we get to get, uh, guests come on and I'm, I'm always impressed and amazed because what I know before, I always think, oh, I know exactly how this host is going, or this, uh, guest is going to, you know, go with their conversation. And I'm always impressed and amazed because I learned so much more from them. And it's just awesome. So once again, I am prepared to be amazed and awed by our our guest. Our guest is Paula Mould. She is an author, a fine artist, and a business coach living in London, Ontario. But she does work all around the world. So don't let that fool you. But she's got to live somewhere. So that's where she lives. Her book is Wake the F Up, And it was published in january of this year and her second book is on deck it's ready to come out the first quarter of next year so we're excited about that one coming and the follow-up for her she's a fantastic writer so you'll really enjoy her book she's also a pop culture portrait artist with work in private collections around the world and she's an avid supporter of mental health resources passionate about helping creative professionals build profitable businesses that they love to work in So she is just an absolute pleasure to talk to and I'm excited to have her here. Paula, welcome to Financially Speaking.
2: Thank you for having me. Uh, It's great to be here.
1: I'm excited to have you here for a bunch of reasons. Uh, One, you have like (laughs) the most fun on your website. So anybody, we're going to share how to get a hold of you, but you have a really fun website. And you just have so many cool things that you are so good at doing that work so nicely together and maybe a lot of people wouldn't expect that so maybe share with us we'll start with a little bit about yourself and uh, what you're up to and uh, what people should know about you okay
2: awesome um well i'll just do a brief history very brief um i went to a school for art back in the 90s and don't do the math Uh, (laughs) and when i graduated we were in a recession but my other love was technology so i quickly jumped into um running a computer technology business with the internet interactive cd roms and stuff like that so i was on the cutting edge of all the e learning and everything that came out in the late 90s early 2000s i worked on some amazing projects but after 25 years of doing that um i started to have enough and my marriage was at the end of its rope and um i separated about 12 just over 12 months ago left the community that um, I lived in with my ex and the kids and brought them into London and um, had to rebuild myself and our lives and everything else. So um, the book that I'd written, um, Wake the F-Up, is basically dedicated to people who need to rebuild their lives. It's written in tiny sections with doable exercises that are fun, because I am nothing but (laughs) absolutely, you know, fun and ridiculous, um, and designed (laughs) to help you sort of rebuild yourself and your self-image and how you see the world. Just by doing simple things like writing love letters to yourself or changing how you view a situation or whatever. So it's, it's, it's you know, it reflects what I was going through at the time. And my new book coming out is tentatively titled Pivot. And it's about um, taking your life and then turning it completely in a different direction because I've had to do that, too, as I've rebuilt, um, you know, in my midlife right from scratch. So, yeah it's been interesting um, but I have a business background, I have a tech background, and I have an art background and a writing background all rolled into one.
1: Which is an amazing combination that you do not see very often and uh, I just I'm, I'm so impressed actually at how well your talents work together. Uh, I'm ex- Your book I think is is very cool in concept and in practicality because a lot of people they'll read books and that's fine but they either You know something happens or something doesn't for them. But yours, it's almost like they're going to get your book and they're going to be forced to help improve their life because you have exercises and hands-on material for them to actually do, don't you?
2: Yes. It's a living book, as I like to think of it. I encourage people to buy a print version because you're supposed to write in it. You're supposed to fill it with glitter. You're supposed to dog-ear it and cut things out of it and all that because... I mean, at the heart of it, I'm still an artist, and I wanted a book that wasn't just writing, but it was actually fun. Um, The chapters, and I like this part because I'm a parent of three, and now my my three are teenagers, but I wrote this book for the parents who have to hide in the washroom from their kids and only have three minutes before the kid's banging on the door. So (laughs) it's short chapters, tiny exercises while you're hiding from your kids.
1: Excellent. Totally doable. Everybody has those three minutes during the day uh mm-hmm. so it also you've done a lot of work in uh with mental health resources did that help you with your book or did that come after your book
2: it was about the same time um my mental health work was all voluntary because i was looking at a way to give back now i'm um a part of a member of the group called supernatural family and supernatural is an american tv show that's been on air for 15 years now and the fandom is massive it's worldwide um and this fandom doesn't just watch a show they actually get together and move mountains so they got together and created a charity to help people who are in suicide crisis and the charity is called i'm alive Um, they also support you know homelessness um, as in ending it not supporting it um, and do a whole bunch of stuff so I wanted to take my art and um, join forces with I'm Alive and step up and, and really give them an image that they could work with and raise the funds that they needed to do their outreach work. So I spent almost two years working with them, painting for them for free. I think I made 46 paintings, and they were all two foot by four foot or four foot by four foot in size. Every month, I was making two to four of these paintings and shipping them off around the world just to help them get the message out. The um, mental health support is, is hugely important, and we don't talk about it enough. We don't talk about the people who are so sad that they can't come out of it, or the people who think, you know what, the world will be better off without me. And I realized that with the size of my audience, I sort of owed it to to use that audience to give back and create awareness and create support.
1: Awesome. And I was going to save this for later, but it's actually such a cool piece of information. I wanted to ask you about it now, that uh, the the painting that you're doing for the October Supernatural Convention, are you allowed to talk about that or is that a secret? Because it's pretty yeah. uh, exciting stuff.
2: It is pretty exciting. So it's actually going to be um, the very last time that I'm alive and, and the Supernatural Conventions work together to the best of my knowledge. And they asked me to paint them out. So because of the end of my marriage, I haven't been able to paint for them for a few months, Um, but they've asked me to come and create the special painting for them that's going to be signed by the cast of Supernatural and then auctioned off to raise funds for them. And, of course, again, I'll I'll use my audience to help create the awareness and create the excitement for the fundraising and, you know, do my part. I'm more than just a painter. I also do marketing and stuff. So to really create that that, um, support network for the support network.
1: That's, that is amazing. And like this is a convention that's taking place in Toronto. I don't know if I mentioned that, but uh, I expect that this is, as those conventions are, they will be enormous in size. So how many people do you normally expect at these conventions?
2: They're smaller than your typical Comic-Cons because they're very expensive to attend, um, but I believe they get a few thousand people. But what happens is because I'm known worldwide, that, that art and th- those events end up being worldwide. So, you know, you don't have to go to the convention to buy the art or whatever. Um, you can buy it and have it shipped. We had one person buy a piece that went to Germany. So it's just, you know, it gets seen in person, but usually it's somebody who's somewhere else ends up buying it.
1: And that's exactly where I was going with this because I, I was going to say, even though, and i I mentioned it in the introduction that just because you live in Ontario really is just geography because you do work all around the world, and what your work is can be done all around the world so with the convention is that um is that something where you get a lot of people that, as far as your your work goes, that's being auctioned off, will there be bids around the world on it, or will it strictly be the people who attend?
2: there'll be bids around the world for sure. Yeah. Um a lot of my work like predominantly I don't sell in Canada. Um I don't know why. Just you know I've sold a few paintings here and there, but generally I sell really well in the US and in Europe. Um so there'll be a lot of a lot of interest um both here and overseas for the the piece.
1: That's amazing. That is so exciting. Um I you're well, of course I mean I have to to share with the world that uh, my cousin actually has a a painting of, of yours and it's super cool and I didn't realize it was yours until I met you and then of course the pieces get put together and it's all exciting because now I've met the artist and I want one myself so <laughs> I think uh, I think that's what happens <laughs> they see your paintings and of course they want them anyway because they're cool and then they meet you because you you really your your personality fits your painting so so uniquely I think I don't know do you think that when you're doing your painting it's really a you put yourself into the painting because i know you get commissioned to paint certain pictures for people but uh don't you see your personality in your paintings as well
2: absolutely yeah um the use of color the, the intensity of the emotion if i'm painting a scene of despair because i love to rip people's hearts out um i feel that despair while i'm painting it you know everything is a huge part of me um but the color of course it reflects it's neon i paint a lot in neon you see online is actually not nearly as bright as the paintings are in person um and yeah they do they do reflect me because i'm intense and i'm you can't miss me when i enter a room so
1: (laughs) in a a really good way (laughs) yes (laughs) yes, absolutely um we are already up to our first break so i'm going to take our first break we are here with paula for the entire show so if there's anybody out there that has questions or or comments. You can join us in the chat room. You can call in. But even if you're too shy and you don't want to, that's okay because we're going to share when we come back from the break, just so we don't forget and everyone can check it out, how we can get a hold of Paula. We're going to talk to her more about her five-day free kicks kick up the arts challenge. We'll ask her about that. We'll ask her about uh, what's happening next with her writing. We'll talk to her about what's going to be in the new book a little bit more detail what's next for paul we got all kinds of questions for her. i'm excited to have her here so stay tuned you are listening to financially speaking with myself kathy cook on the inspired choices network don't go anywhere because when we come back we have paula mold with us
0: too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at Inspired This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815 880 8255, Canada 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at BookKeepPlus.ca. Now back to the program.
1: Welcome back everyone. You are listening to Financially Speaking. I am your host, Kathy Cook-Noble, and this is the Inspired Choices Network. And before we went to break, we were talking to Paula Mould, the artist, the author, um, the extraordinary business lady and business coach. And she was talking to us a little bit about her art and some of the paintings that she's been commissioned. And we would like to carry on our conversation with her and just I wanted to ask you, Paula, I know um, you've got your second book coming out and you mentioned that it's called Pivot. So did you want to share more about how that's going to be? Is it going to be similar to your first one where it's a workbook style or how is that going to look to you? Or do you have that information for us yet?
2: Yeah, so the first book was kind of reflective I was going through at the time because my marriage did end in violence. Um and so it was a way for me to sort of stand up on my own feet, and I figured that if I needed the stuff, other women probably did too. um The second book is more about business it's setting up a business for creatives so artists writers people who who are really good at something and they they just um wonder, you know how do i how do I make money off of this? how do i um you know create a living off of this so um, it, it's more. It's about you know creating opportunity, seeing opportunity, and thinking like an entrepreneur.
1: Excellent. Um, and you said it's going to be out the first quarter of next year, so maybe in time for Easter.
2: <laughs> um, I'm thinking more like January, so January. Okay. Oh, the last push. Yeah, I, used, I do the last push of writing um, over Christmas, and because uh, I usually send my kids away. Bye, kids. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and spend that two weeks just writing my brains out. So it'll be, um, the first draft is completely done. It's just a matter of going through doing the second draft and getting it proofread and out. So, yeah.
1: Fantastic. That's awesome. Uh, well, we're looking forward to seeing that. I know that'll be, I- I'm sure it's going to be awesome, just like the other stuff that you do. So that will be exciting and maybe we can have you back and you can talk about that too. Um, Sounds question fun. for you though. I, I mentioned before break, just as a, an interesting teaser, you have other things that you're working on. So most people would think that you're working on a book, it's coming out in the first of the year, you're going to be spending all your time doing that and getting it done. But but no. No, no. You're also commissioned to do that painting for the supernatural convention in Toronto in October, which is like tomorrow. <laughs> and you're writing a book which of course would be full on anyone's plate. Um but you also just started running a five-day free kick-up-the-arts challenge, and that is designed to help creative professionals set up their own online businesses. So can you share with us a little bit more about that? Because that is fascinating and very cool.
2: Yes. um, So um, I formed a company called The Creative Visionary, and half the company is here in Canada with me, and the other half is in the UK with my business partner, Lee Shenton she's a resin artist in the UK and we met about 3 years ago in a mastermind group and realized that we had she's the heart and the brains and between the two of us we make up a person um and so we we came together a year ago actually tomorrow Um, to decide that we were going to put a business together to help artists and writers. We didn't know what it would look like, but we put this business together. And we started planning and creating. And in February, I fell and dislocated my left elbow, which immediately put me at a commission for any kind of typing or artwork or anything else. And then we just said, you know what? It's time. Let's just go live on Facebook and launch this business right now. So um, the Creative Visionary launched with my arms strapped to my chest and me doped up on pain pills. And it blossomed from there. So this free challenge, the Kick Up the Arts challenges Challenge, is a chance this week for creatives who are already creating saleable work to set up their business properly using the tools that Lee and I teach. And, the, and they're the same tools that we both use to run our own art practices because we're both successful artists in our own right. Um, so we ran this. Um, we debated about it because it is time intensive. But we're running this because we want artists to see that you don't have to starve you don't have to suffer. You don't have to pay your dues or any of the other um, lies that get told to artists to, to justify why they aren't being paid well enough. Um, I actually started my art business up only four years ago, and within a year I was international because I ran it like a business, not like an art studio type thing. It was business first, and how you know what can I sell and where can I sell it. So that's what we're teaching um, because it's, it's I think it's really important. Artists just don't have those
1: skills. Absolutely. You always hear of the struggling artist and I think that's more more uh due to exactly what you just said that they they focus on the art and their craft which of course is important, but they forget the business part of it because this is financially speaking. So you may love your art and you're you're passionate about it, but you still have to make an income and pay some bills. So that's super super important for them to learn.
2: Yeah, exactly. And it's not as scary or as boring as people think. I know that when people teach business, um, they gener- generally, you know, go around and say, you know, here is business, please stay awake, right? But it's me, mm-hmm. and I can't do that. So I make it fun, yeah. and, you know, we have examples, and we're lively, and Lee and I together are kind of like a comedy troupe. Um, and so there's a lot of energy and interest, and we make sure people can ask questions and you know, make sure that we're communicating very, very clearly. But the minute an artist understands the basic foundations of business, which is, you know, who you are, what you do, who your ideal client is, and so on, they suddenly realize that marketing isn't that hard. And it's not, you know, scary or abhorrent or anything else. It actually is joyful. It's connecting people with the thing you make. How incredible is that?
1: I, exactly. I think it's, I think it's amazing. I think it's long overdue for a lot of people to learn and i think it is a huge stress reliever for a lot of people out there who are artists and need help so uh if you're out there and you've got a lot of talent you need to connect with Paula because you will feel i believe that you're going to feel even more passionate and more excited about your work and your your craft because you won't have the stress of the financial part and i know from my side of the the world where when we're talking about finances um that is a huge stressor for a lot of people. so the fact that you can teach them how to do the business, understand the financial part of it in a very easy user friendly way that that will that will be life changing for them actually
2: it is absolutely and so because I have that background in business, I ran a tech company for twenty five years and it was a six figure bringing in tech company from my basement. I know how to generate money. Um, And Lee has been an artist for 20 years and running her company. So we we take um, business practices and we've made them palatable for artists and made them easy to do. And we also even go into the mindset stuff because a lot of business courses and stuff don't talk about mindset. With art and with writing, it's all mindset. You really, really have to have your head um, in the game in order to step up and actually show your work. I mean, the bottom line is that when you create something, whether it's art or writing or music or whatever, it's a piece of yourself and rejection feels personal. So if you're armed um, with the right tools and you've got you know, your mindset in the right space and you've got your business nailed down, that stuff doesn't matter and it doesn't happen that often.
1: Absolutely. That's exactly it. That's exactly well said. I agree. Um, and now I know you've worked with a lot of artists and writers, um, and and I guess I want to ask you, do you what's what is your definition or what do you you think is different? I mean, is an artist is a writer also an artist? Like, what do you define as an as an artist, or who would you consider to be an artist?
2: When I say the word artist, I'm I'm actually sort of lumping everybody together. Um, anybody who creates something um, that's an act of communication is an artist. So whether you write or create poetry or paint or do interpretive dance or create music um, or my favorite, bake cakes because I love cake, um, is an artist <laughs> because you're you're creating something personal and you're communicating. Everything that we we produce, whether we realize it or not, is an act of communication. So um, I love everybody together as artists, but of course there's different variations. And really the art is the tool. The thing you create is the tool. It's the message behind it that you are, um, that you are, you are communicating that matters. So um, I communicate in my art, you know, those moments of tragedy and I connect humans over sadness um, or despair or, or torment or whatever. And so that's that's my act of communication we we connect over these shared human experiences other people um, have different things that they they communicate with their work so um yeah and butter tarts are that's, absolutely art Just say i
1: i see that and i was going to ask that question i i thought that might fall into the artist category <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we we have another artist our producer that we have tonight is also i think i would consider her an artist not just because she makes the best butter tarts out there but also because of all the work that she does with the Inspired Choices Network, which is just one huge platform for communication. So based on that, I would have to say she's very, very much in the artist category too. Um, We are coming up to our second break, but before we go, I just want to ask you, and we'll talk about this when you come back, that's for sure, because I'm sure of all people, you will have uh, some insight on it. But as far as art is concerned, do you think that is something that you're born with or that you can learn? I, I am, sh- I have no doubt that uh, people like you are, are born with some incredible talents to, to paint the way you do, but could you actually teach somebody to paint the way you do? Or is that something you either have it and feel it or you have to learn it? So that's what I'm going to ask you after the break to, to explain to us. And we're going to take our second break of the night and you For all of you out there, you want to know if you can learn it. you got to come back and hear Paula and she'll tell you whether you can become an artist like her or not. So you are listening to Financially Speaking with myself, Kathy Cook-Noble, on the Inspired Choices Network. And when we return, we're going to continue our conversation with Paula Mould. We'll be right back.
0: Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Money is complicated, right? Actually, no, it's not. You don't have to be a traitor on Wall Street to get a handle on your money. TV shows often instill fear to keep you believing you can't understand it or do anything yourself. If dealing with your finances brings up a lot of other F-words, then you need to read All Ladies Should Use the F-Word, A Guide to Loving Your Finances by Kathy Cook-Noble. Kathy helps you take control of your finances and leave the other F-word, fear, in the dust. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at BookKeepPlus.ca. Now back to the program.
1: Welcome back, everyone. I am Kathy Cook-Noble on the Inspired Choices Network. You are listening to Financially Speaking, where we talk all things financial and break it down into ways that you can understand it. And before we went to break, we were talking with Paula Mould, our guest for today, who is an incredible author and fine artist, as well as a business coach. And she's living. She is parked her body here in Ontario, but she is all around the world and, uh, very well respected and sought after as an artist. So we have had the conversation with her today about what she's up to and all the exciting things that she is getting into and starting. And I'm just wondering, Paula, before I we went to break, I asked, uh, because, uh, you know, they always separate artists from people like me, the financial people who are more, uh, they separate our left and right brain people. And I'm not always convinced that we're completely separate. I'm just curious, though. Uh, I, I mean, I have no delusions that I can paint like you. Let me just say that right now. I have seen your work, and there is no way I'm holding out for any abilities like that whatsoever. But <laughs> having said that, um, is that something that you could teach somebody that potentially like me that might want to learn how to paint? Is that Am I a lost cause, or can you teach that?
2: You know, I'll surprise you with this and tell you I absolutely can teach that. The difference between me and you or somebody like you is that I have a tiny bit of a head start. I have that desire to create art, but everybody starts somewhere. I was not a child prodigy. Um, I created, you know, childlike art as a child type of thing. The the, the difference is that I um, picked my pencils back up and decided to keep going. So it's a tiny bit of talent a lot of desire and practice like mad. So I got practice when I went to art school. Um, So I went for four, almost four years. And um, I got last, uh, the first year when I started my art business, I spent a solid year painting every day for a year. Um, And by the end of that, I was where I am now. So it really is practice. But in order to practice and get through all the paintings that you have to murder or whatever you create, like I say, i murdered hundreds of canvases in the act of getting here. Um, you know, it's it's that desire to keep going, that resilience, that step up and do it again and again. But I have run classes for absolute beginners and taught them in one class how to do portraits. Could they use some practice after? Absolutely. But did they produce something amazing? Oh, yes, absolutely. It just is the desire to try and not be afraid to fail.
1: Oh, wow, that's exciting um, mm-hmm. for every, everybody out there who wants to get involved in learning or even developing a talent that they might have, they can be very positive and and hopeful that they can absolutely do it so it's it sounds like art um art the way you're doing it and teaching it, which is fantastic uh also falls into that ten thousand hours that people talk about where you put ten thousand hours in and you become an expert um usually i I hear about that or talk to people about it in my world as, you know, athletes or uh, programming. I mean, you from the tech side of things would know. You put, you know, the Bill Gates of the world put 10,000 hours in and out came Microsoft. Um, but similarly then with art, we could put 10,000 hours in and turn somebody like me yeah. into an actual artist.
2: Or how about not 10,000 hours because that that's actually a gross exaggeration to sort of keep people from really trying. You need about okay. two weeks and a good teacher. So it's really not that far. Two weeks and a good teacher and a desire to keep going. Um, I'm actually running a class in St. Thomas in October um, on October 19th, which is a Saturday, where where, um, I'm inviting beginners if they want or people of any um, level to come and paint with me. So uh, that's an opportunity for anybody who wants to reach out and uh, and get a chance to actually work with me in person. I don't normally do a lot of classes um, in person because my business is online, but um, yeah, it's exciting. I'm happy to do so. The joy of creating a painting that you are proud of is is just immeasurable.
1: Very cool. And this actually would be a great time for me not to forget to ask how to get a hold of you. So for and we'll be able to post this as well for people when it's in our over 50 podcast uh, areas that you can get the information uh, later or you can get it now. How, what's the best way and how would they get a hold of you?
2: Uh, the best way to get a hold of me is by email. I'm religiously attached to my email, so it's hello at Paula M-O-U-L-D, dot com. Um, or you can go to my website. All that information is there. I like to invite people to join me on my Twitter feed, which is twitter.com slash paulamould, with the fair warning that I post a lot of puns and dad jokes there because um, I have a terrible <laughs> sense of humor and I like to torment people.
1: <laughs> I, I think you have a great sense of humor <laughs> and more people need to have time to have use their sense of humor. <laughs> uh and I say that because I usually I don't live in the most fascinating world, believe it or not, in finance. I, I think it is of course, but uh I deal with some people and they could use a sense of humor too. <laughs> so I think that's awesome.
2: Life yeah. Life is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be joy filled, it's supposed to be happy. And I'm gonna Put this out there right now um i'm 47 years old halfway through my 47th year and i have lived even though my marriage ended in violence and it's been probably the toughest 12 months of my life um i was just carded when i bought beer um because i'm so happy <laughs> and joy filled it reflects through my face and i guess they assume that i must be 19 and i'll take it that's the win
1: <laughs> yeah geez that's exciting eh? that's exciting oh yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> i could totally see that too uh that's awesome uh so you've got a lot of uh you got a lot of things going on which are i i think for you you enjoy them all but is there any one in particular that you favor like you if you had a choice or you were told that you're only allowed to do one thing do you have one particular area of your life and your career that you would would choose
2: that's a cruel question, right there. That is just <laughs> awful. Um, I. It's hard because I. The the thing is, I love painting, love, 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 and I live to paint. And it hurts when I can't paint. Um, but the issue is that when I'm painting, it's not an, an intellectual exercise for me. It it's a, an emotional relief. It's exploring my feelings. It's connecting with people and selling my work. But it's not intellectual. And um, which is where, you know, being a programmer for so long, I really enjoyed, like, I I developed software for Macs and PCs and all that. Um, I really enjoyed that challenge. Um, I do enjoy teaching a lot. You know, I, I see that kind of as performance art in one way, but it's also training. So, there's that I like but I also like writing so how can you ask me to pick one you're cruel.
1: (laughs) I know I know (laughs) I can tell
2: you what I like the least I do not like video editing and I do an awful lot of it for the creative visionary because we do have lots of videos out and training videos and stuff and that is boring it's detail work and I don't enjoy that so let's take that one off the table how about that
1: all right, so that's we'll we'll start with what we can eliminate rather than what <laughs> what we have to just choose. So that that works out. I'm good with that. So mm-hmm. do you do you find with um, because you've been I mean obviously you've had talent your whole life. You just um, developed it more actively. Um, do you find that your your kids are following in that particular footstep? That your kids have the the talent that you have or the interest?
2: That's a really good question, um, and the thing is that it hasn't been my whole life. As much as I've had art and creativity and stuff, because of um, the way my adult life unfolded, I was always limited to certain things. I had to be a certain person. Um, but at literally only in t- since 2015 that I have been the person I am now, the outgoing, yes to everything. Let's write a book. Let's do this. Let's do that. Um, you know, because. I I was untangling myself from a marriage that was really negative. Um, My kids are happy now for the first time ever. And when they see me thriving with my art and my book and everything else, they don't cringe and go, Mom, you're embarrassing. They should because I am embarrassing on purpose. Um, (laughs) But they actually made different choices. My oldest just finished um, at an art high school in London. She just graduated. She's preparing to go off to Europe to study art um, there and become really well-known because she's really good. Um, my middle child is at that same art high school, heading along a similar path, and my youngest will go there too, which is why I'm in London and not anywhere else. Um, because oh. you know, that, that opportunity to not sit in a cubicle and not drive a desk and not, you know, work the nine to five and pay for a house you almost never see and go on vacation for two weeks a year, I've I've given them the chance to, to say no to that life and that is my greatest work.
1: Wow, that is awesome actually. Uh, and, and I'm not surprised that your kids have developed an interest in the art because you give them the permission to do so. And I know, uh, with different families that I've talked to and, and seen that that's not something that's always encouraged. They always try and encourage, the, the parents try, a lot of times try and encourage kids to go to what I would quote, safe for, uh, education, you know, get a, get a degree in business or get a degree in engineering or, or a degree in math or something to that effect. And then you can go out and get a job. And a lot of times I don't hear the encouragement of any, anything art in, in the way of arts, not just uh, painting or, or writing or anything like that. So that's exciting actually for you to give that gift to your kids. So that's wonderful. Thank you. What yeah, and, can you know, we, ex- no, uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Please.
2: I was going to say that the creative visionary's mandate is to make art or writing actually a career choice that parents want their kids to have. So when somebody says, I want to be a doctor when I grow up, or a lawyer or an artist, the parents are like, oh my gosh, pick artists, it's so exciting, you know? That's what we want. Um, We want to give parents that option that they know that their kids aren't going to starve. Like my youngest is very musical. Now, I have a musical background too. I didn't want to say... But, um, she grew up with me playing violin and piano and stuff for her, and now she's heading in that direction too. So she has those options, whereas, most parents would say, well, there's no future in music. And I'm like, you know what? We could actually create a record label just for you. I know how to do that. So, you know, onward.
1: <laughs> awesome. That is so cool. And I'm excited to see what their future is going to be because they're, to them, you've given them the gift of, uh, not just the confidence to do what they want to do, but the support. That they can go out and try different things, and it doesn't have to be the million dollar idea every time out of the gate. So, I mean, that's a gift that uh, I do not see parents getting, giving to their kids all the time. And and, and on the Inspired Choices Network here, we actually have a, a show all about parenting, and Mary looks after that as the host. And and I I'm by no means the expert that Mary is, but I'm guessing that she would agree that not all parents give that same support and confidence to their kids for their success. And uh, I think it's great. I think it's wonderful. So um, your kids are very fortunate.
2: Yeah, they are because I've lived my life um, up until I was 41 with other people's ideas and other people's rules and other people's um, needs first. Right. And so I didn't want them to have one minute of that at all, ever. We are born to thrive and live in joy and connect and, you know, experience floor and not turn gray like I said sitting in a cubicle driving a desk we're supposed to be living in joy Um, so yeah
1: yeah absolutely Um, we are up to our third and final break of the night so we're going to take our final break and when we come back I just want to ask you Paula what I, I mean you've got a lot of really great things going on what's on your list that you haven't done yet that you want to do or that Knowing you, you've probably got something in the works already, but, uh, we'll ask you what, what's coming, what's coming next for, for Paula down the pipeline. So, we are up to our third and final break. You are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. I am your host, Kathy Cook-Noble, and I'm excited. We still have Paula for a few more minutes, so don't go away. We'll be right back.
0: Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Money is complicated, right? Actually, no, it's not. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at BookKeepPlus.ca. Now back to the program.
1: Welcome back, everyone. I am Kathy Cook-Noble on the Inspired Choices Network. You are listening to Financially Speaking. And today we have been talking to Paula Mole, the artist and author and business coach that uh, is living here in Ontario and works uh, around the world, quite literally. So always uh, be ready to reach out and, and ask her for some assistance or to follow her because uh, you certainly have opportunity to get in touch with her, and you will definitely, absolutely, without a doubt, learn lots from her. And we were talking about um, before we went to break. We were talking about uh, art and and how people come to be artists. And she's given me hope for myself. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, but I wanted to ask you, Paula, what you've got a lot of really great things um, happening, and you've got really great programs without uh, for. Absolutely. Sincerely, you have some of the coolest things coming up, your new book and so forth. What haven't you done yet that is either on your bucket list or in the works to be done?
2: Oh, I've got one I've been waiting to do a long time. Um, As part of the growth for the Creative Visionary, Lee and I are going to be running retreats next year. We're just um, scouting for venues right now in some place warm and fantastic, and they are not going to be like any kind of retreat you've ever been on. We're calling them jinnanigans um, instead of shenanigans. Um, and while you know we're we're creating that sense of fun, um, alcohol drinking is not required. But it's it's a sense of fun and joy and reconnecting with yourself and connecting with a tight group of women that we will actually bring together online first before the retreat. So that when you meet in person, you'll have already bonded with them. Um, so then you end up with a week of you know um, doing some deep work, doing some mindset work, doing some business work, um, maybe nurturing your next big project, and then you know in a chance to connect with Lee and I as well, um, and then go home with you know refreshing energy rejuvenation, reconnection, and ready to go and hit the ground running with whatever you're working on. So they're going to be absolutely fun. They're going to be very small, um, very, very um, inclusive, though. Um, And depending on the demand, we'll run at least two next year, if not three. And it's going to be fun. I can't wait because I need to get my feet on a beach again. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Nice. Very nice. And how big are you going to have your retreats? Do you know yet? Um, How many people that will be... Uh, participating?
2: We're looking at about eight people per retreat. So it'll be eight, Lee and I um, running the retreat. And uh, then we'll bring in people if necessary in terms of teaching yoga or depending on what, what people's needs are, we'll actually customize the retreat to suit the group that's in there. And the intention is that these groups will then go out and maybe form a mastermind together so that they can support each other in their creative journeys as they move forward.
1: Nice. That's a very good manageable number, which uh, I think will be fantastic. And, and I think it will be a lot of fun knowing you and what you're capable of. It will be informational and educational and a lot of fun. So what could go wrong? <laughs> uh, oh, so do yes. <laughs> I know. Next year, after the retreat, we'll ask it. Um uh, so there's we have a couple minutes left before we're done with uh, before they kick us off the air and I told you the, the boss is listening so I can't even go over tonight like I you know try to sometimes but uh, what what are what last minute thoughts that uh, you'd like to share with people about you and your business and and really anything no topic is uh is off limits.
2: Well, I'd like to share actually a thought about whoever's listening. Um, Everybody has an inner calling, an inner dream, an inner desire to do something that maybe feels too big or too difficult or too scary. I want you to take a minute to pause and sit quietly with that inner longing and look at it because these things are actually more doable than you realize and more achievable than you realize. And we are supposed to be here um, not only living in joy but paying attention to our gifts. We have been given gifts for a reason. Um, And I think it's important in order to live a meaningful life, actually use the gifts you were given and connect with other people and use them in service to give back or whatever. But they are absolutely um, important. And so instead of just suppressing yourself and saying that being an artist is for somebody else, being a writer is too hard, what happens if you do it? What happens if you actually step up and say, I love myself enough? to to try to make an effort to live these dreams and and use these gifts and if I fail I fail but I tried. I set up stood up and did it. That's what I want for everybody to stop because we're all so busy, take a breath and actually listen to that inner nudge because you know what? I had that. I had that. And then I I changed everything. Nothing about my life is the same in the last four years. Everything is completely different and I would never go back. I am not that person anymore. And it was the best thing I ever did. I gave a gift to myself, ended up giving to my children, and now with Lee, we are giving this, this desire and this ability to be a creative to people around the world. How incredible and how unexpected that! So do that for yourself because you never know how it ripples out.
1: That is amazing and excellent advice that I hope people take away that gift that you've just given them because really i mean i i know my show is all about finances and i i do believe that at the end of the day everything can be related to finances but uh there's a lot of money out there and there's a lot of ways to make it and for people to to take your advice and live their life they're supposed to be living enjoy the the money the money's really the easy part because that's what gets people i i find that uh, my personal opinion is that i find people get it backwards and they chase the money and they never find the joy but when they are when they're happy and joyful there's all kinds of money that follows and and finds them so uh don't get me wrong i'm i i love the financial world <laughs> and uh i i love making money for people and uh i love the the job that i do and i find the people who who do the most in making money are the ones that are typically the ones living a life of of joy like you said so for those of you that are out there and you're going to take Paula's advice, which I strongly recommend, and you worry about money and you listen to the show to learn about finances, the two go together. So, honor yourself and, and listen to what Paula has said about your inner calling and um, your your money stuff will, will come your way or your money problems will be helped to uh, go away because there is always help for all that stuff paula thank you so much for joining us today it's been such a pleasure i am so excited i I will be working with you i know uh, i can't tell you who it's for because it's a surprise but i will absolutely be working with you on a painting and uh, we will be back here again on the inspired choices network on financially speaking talking about more financial concepts and helping you with your life and improve it we'll see you back
0: Thank you for choosing to listen to Financially Speaking Radio Show. Kathy Cook Noble will return next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspireChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that bring you all that you desire.